Hello and welcome to JasonNewland.com My name is Jason Newland Please only listen to this recording when you can safely close your eyes This is Let Me Bore You to Sleep I'd just like to say thank you for listening and you may hear the odd ferret sneeze in the background but that is exactly what it is a sneeze from a ferret now I'd just like to invite you into my world the world of an annoying ferret will you shut up Andre shush um yeah hello sorry I got a bit uh what was that kind of very like really really calm really calm uh, radio voice uh, so I'd like you to maybe join me in my quiet moment I used to have a friend that did that it was I'd be talking to him and he'd go hmm 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 and he'd like nod his head enthusiastically and I didn't get the sense that he was actually listening to what I was saying it was more like nodding the head waiting for me to stop talking so he could talk but that could be down to me talking excessively which may come as a bit of a surprise to some of you that maybe I can be a bit chatty at times but not always not always not always anything really I mean I know oh by the way please subscribe to this here uh, podcast you know podcast podcast that way you can be informed of new episodes my website is not up and running yet for some reason it's all up and running as far as the website goes but the domain name has not connected oh don't you love can you hear that little sound of a, a lovely bright bright person in a car stopping outside and bibbing the horn thinking that that's what the horn is actually for is uh, so they don't have to get out of the car to actually knock on a person's door even though most people have mobile phones now they can just phone them but no let's bib the horn and those people that still you know, they say goodbye to someone, person gets out of the car, and they drive away and they bib the horn again. You've already said goodbye. What is it, your car saying goodbye? You're saying goodbye on behalf of your car? What's that about? I want to say goodbye, but, you know, I just want to dis- disrupt the neighbours as well. I wonder he's going to treat us to a nice... 
don't know what he's doing, he's running around. Oh. What are you doing, Andre? He's grabbed, he's got his girlfriend. Or you might hear him go, Oh, what do you want? Okay. I went to pick him up and he's backing off. I want to do a poo. Leave me alone. No, I want to just do a little wee wee. Now he's going back to his girlfriend. Well, every now and then I hear him goes. You might hear it if you listen. Did you hear that? That is him. So basically he's just run past me and out of the room with his girlfriend in his mouth. That's my slipper. That's his girlfriend's head. And, and the body is... He... <laughs> it sounds wrong, but he, he changes the body depending on his mood. So, you know, sometimes it'll be a carrier bag, sometimes it'll be some dirty underpants, <laughs> or a towel, or some, you know, he's got lots of different things he uses. Uh, he seems to choose my dirty clothes for some reason. Possibly because it's got my smell on it, and he, you know, I suppose he lo he's used to my smell, or I, I, who, know, who knows, who knows. I'm just glad I've never found him on my bed humping me pillow because that would be the line that's that's the drawing of the line that they are wouldn't want that particularly but it sounds like he's he's either in the bedroom or the kitchen I think he's in the, the bedroom and it sounds like he's using well not using he's he's spending date night with a carrier bag and he has lots of date nights, sometimes three or four a day, depending on sort of how he's doing. I sometimes think it's his way of building up an appetite. Because it's got to be a bit boring having the same sort of food every day. He's got dry food, and he's got the wet food, which is cat food with gravy. Although it comes in different flavours, about six different flavours, it's still can't be boring, you know. I do what I want to do when he gets on his last legs. I'm going to treat him and give him everything that he's not allowed to eat. So I will. I'll be, you know, I'll be giving him whipped cream because he he loves whipped cream. He'll do anything for whipped cream, but it's not good for him because it upsets his stomach, which is why I don't give it to him. I, I bought him some at Christmas and gave him a few little treats because he loves it so much. But, you know, the whole time I've had him, I think I'm, I've bought three canisters of whipped cream in the last four years. And I, you know, I never give him the whole canister because I use it for myself as well. 
Um, so it's a really rare, like once a year thing, where I'll give him a bit of whipped cream. And he absolutely loves it. Like really, really loves it. Uh, he'll climb he'll climb a mountain to get to it, seriously. He would. No I'm joking. If I put whipped cream on the ceiling, he would find a way to the ceiling to get it. So I sometimes think about giving him some raw meat and I just don't like the idea of it. Just, I don't know, just... I don't like touching raw meat. I don't like meat, really. You know, I'm kind of a vegetarian, but not. I'm sort of semi, semi-vegetarian. And... I eat very little meat at all. I, you know, don't eat much in the way of meat. And... Yeah, I, I gave him some chicken, some raw chicken, when he first moved in. And all he did is he grabbed it and ran off and hid the chicken somewhere. And the last thing you, well, not the last thing you want, but it's definitely not a nice thing to have a, a bit of rotten chicken hidden under the bed. It's not, you know, it's... Uh, uh. My friend's uh, ferret, which is un Andre's uncle, when he was alive, he had... He did the same with uh, uh, some um, lamb. It was apparently it was like stinking the flat out. He couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And he found this uh, big bit of lamb hidden like behind the wardrobe or under the bed or something like that. And it was just uh, <laughs> grim, grimy, grim, grim, grim. So, for those that are interested in my current stats, just I posted them on Facebook, so I won't talk about them here. Uh, but I will tell you one thing. I made a long... It's a sleep hypnosis weekly recording, but it was a relaxation slash body scan recording. And I shared it on the Relaxation Hypnosis for Stress and Anxiety podcast. Because although it was sort of aimed at sleeping, it turned out really to be aimed at relaxing. It was quite a good recording, I think. I was sitting up in my bed, and I really noticed that I was drifting. really drifting I mean I was falling asleep whilst I was talking and that that is how I used to make recordings well it still is but I don't make many sleep recordings in bed simply because <laughs> I do find myself falling asleep and I'm not always sure what I've said. Which concerns me a little bit. 
because I'll be going in and out of consciousness, like drifting, you know? You know that feeling where you kind of, you wake up but you don't really wake up, but you're aware that you weren't awake. And your mind is just drifting, it's like, oh, okay. But it feels comfortable and it's natural. feels nice but when you're talking at the same time is a quite uh, unusual experience quite unusual indeed And there have been times where I've had a conversation with someone, this is in the past, a long time ago, where I was falling asleep talking to them. And the worst place to have a conversation with me is in bed. Because if I'm laying down, I will fall asleep. And I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll just be going, yeah, yeah, hmm. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah, I agree, yeah, yeah, let's get married, yeah, that's right, uh, yeah, we can have a large family, uh, yeah, you, I'll sign my will over to you, yeah, that's fine, I'll prenuptial to make sure that you have everything if we ever get divorced. Yeah, 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 okay. Well. Yeah, I'll put the carpet down myself. Yeah, I'll, fi I'll fix the boiler. Uh. Right, you know, when I wake up, what have I said? What have I said? So, I've been watching the news a little bit. Now, for those of you in... Well, I try and get a, a perspective on the news. To try and sort of get my head around the idea that the world does not evolve around my country or America because that's all the things I really see on the news unless there's like a natural disaster or something like that so in Australia with the bushfires and um, that kind of stuff so we just had that on the news but at the moment it's been all about American politics, which doesn't really interest me, to be honest, because it's not my country. I'm as interested in American politics as I am in Indian politics or the politics of Spain or, you know, it's, it's, it's a different country. However, I keep getting told by people, yeah, but it affects us more. And, uh, nah, nah, nah. 
because I do actually think that a lot of people in this country, my country, seem to class the American president as their president. Even though we don't have a president, we have a prime minister of our country. But there, it seems sometimes like the press is more interested in the current US president than our own prime minister, which doesn't really make sense to me, apart from the fact that he's way more entertaining. And especially, I've never, I've never known any politician to brag so much. I think it's funny. Um, but you know what's really weird is, and I didn't really notice this until, it's probably because of Facebook. I wouldn't notice if it wasn't for Facebook. And the majority of my pe my people, majority of my online Facebook friends are American. I have a few English people, but mainly American and Australian, Canadian, Norway, you know, all over the world. But it's, there's a big percentage, but the largest percentage is American. And... There's, there's, there seems to be a real really taking politics seriously like really um, like taking sides almost well, if you don't if you don't agree with me if you don't agree with my politics then you're the devil you're the devil <laughs> you're on the dark side <laughs> um we don't the only thing we have that here is with the Brexit thing people um, basically calling each other stupid on both sides which is never a good idea really to be fair it's, no one likes being called stupid and so it's kind of like they had the the people that um Yeah, the people that wanted to stay in in Europe, you know, were being told that they were stupid by the people that wanted to leave, and the people that wanted to leave were being were faced with uh, the truth that they were stupid, and they kind of didn't like that. So it's kind of just. Uh, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. I think the rule from now on in my country should be no more referendums of any kind ever again because they don't work. They divide. They do not work. And no more referendums. That, that's why I would say that's it. The end of referendums. I actually thought red referendums were a brilliant idea. I almost thought we should have everything as a referendum. Put every major decision to the public and ask them. But after the last three and a half years of this uh, made up word Brexit, a made up word, it's not a real word, um, 
much in no words are real words are they I suppose they're all made up but it's not based on it's not like a a Latin it's not a Latin based word is it in a sense of a lot of the English language and well European language is based on Latin isn't it the roots of Latin I don't know if that's true but it sounds good sounds like I know what I'm talking about didn't learn Latin at school oh, I can't imagine I can't imagine if my teachers they got told yeah you've got to start teaching your kids Latin I think the first thing they'd think is but we've got Jason in our class we can't teach him anything <laughs> how are we going to teach him Latin it's hard enough to get him to sit still at his desk so yeah it's uh, <sighs> what I found funny is with this recent um, impeachment thing in America oh wow there's a lot of angry people <laughs> there's a lot of really angry people there these politicians and I don't know what his name was but there was you'll, you'll know if you're in America or whatever or you watch this you'll know him uh, Stary Eyes Stary Eyes scared me I mean he looked he's probably the scariest person I've ever seen in my life he looked so angry. Like he, I, I just thought he was a, his head was going to just pop. Seriously, he just—he was so like really taking it personally, and they're not supposed to take it personally. It's you know, it's especially when things go to court. It's supposed to be okay. There's a the defence and there's the the. Um, offence or whatever, prosecution so of course they're going to be fighting each other but even then it's not personal is it it's, it's, the judge isn't supposed to be taking it personally I always wonder you know, if, I've not ever been to prison I know, I know people I have and I just think, you know, if you've been through the whole prison uh, court case and you've just been sentenced to, like, a certain amount of time in prison, that's, you know, an awful situation for everyone involved. But, you know, personally, for that person, it's going to be a horrible situation. And then you've... <laughs> and then you've got to listen to this... this judge after saying what, how many years or whatever you're getting and then they start to have, have a go at you it's like wait a minute you've just given me you've just given me life imprisonment I ain't got to listen to your crap you know it's like so, and now this is the, this is what I think of you you're very immature it's like, why, why would a prisoner keep quiet during that I just, I don't. That for me, it's supposed to be impartial. The judge is supposed to be impartial. 
they give the sentence based upon the uh, jury uh, verdict so it should be as simple as okay this is this is the sentence you get next not well, this is the sentence you get now I'm going to tell you off you've been a very 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 naughty girl very naughty please you should never do this again I'm going to send you to prison you're going to jail no get get out free cards of course you won't have to serve your full sentence because uh, the law makes no sense but just I just I don't it's like no just give the sentence and move on to the next person your opinion does not interest it no one's interested in that who cares what a judge thinks apart from the <laughs> the actual judgment itself give the sentence and go away go away with your little week so I, th I think in America they wear those silly traditional wigs the white wigs but I I've never been into Crown Court I've been into court once during one of the divorces I had to um, I don't know if I went in the court but I was out of the court actually I did go to court with my bankruptcy but it wasn't it was like a civil is it a civil court so it was it was a different kind of environment but it was definitely a judge and he was beautiful so but he didn't judge me he he was the judge but he didn't it wasn't personal he's like he wasn't saying well you've been irresponsible and you you know you should know better and you know that would have been awful even if he'd have sort of said yeah um you've got no choice but to go bankrupt which is what I was told by him um, this is a long time ago and he said uh, you know you, you're working part time due to illness you got into debt due to illness and you got no choice but to go bankrupt because you can't afford to pay the payments and it's going up every month so he made me bankrupt but he didn't have a go at me he didn't sort of tell me off if he had told me off I probably would have felt I deserved it to be fair but it would have been horrible as it was I was scared I was so scared going in there you know honestly I decided because it took it took a couple of months the process took from pretty much I think I was declared bankrupt in December and I think I started the process in September or early October probably September so it took quite a while to get the process through but man I tell you what I find weird is you know people say that says in the papers yes a person was sentenced to uh, five years imprisonment and 14 months driving ban 
Well, what's the point in that? They can't drive when they're in prison, can they? It don't make no sense. But yeah, never ever have another referendum, ever. I have hysteria eyes. What was that about? And what about, is it Pelosi? Some lady, I don't know, is she the speaker of the house or something? Because I know the, the American um, parliament, you know, the whole thing is kind of based on the English parliament, obviously, because we was, the English parliament was the American parliament, wasn't it? A few hundred years ago. Um, because America was England, wasn't it? But we were, we owned it, <laughs> owned it, and then uh, we've rented it out here for a little while. We're going to have it back yeah, later on. Yeah. And um, so I was watching this thing, and it's. I thought, you know, I need to hear. I need to hear a president bragging um, about his achievements, just like I like to do, you know, I love to brag, you know. Oh, always, oh, I went bankrupt. Oh, God, it's the amount of people thinking, oh, I wish I could do that. That's just, that's so impressive. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't get any credit or anything for six years. Oh, that, was, that sounds good. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was, and I had. I was watching this thing, this uh, impeachment thing, and there was a lady sitting behind him, behind uh, the president. There was a man sitting behind him. The man was on the left. The lady was on the right. And um, as you looked at, you know, the front of the president on a podium talking to um, I know it's very staged the whole thing was very staged and very 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 tightly organised and almost turned into a TV show um, there used to be a TV show on in England called Surprise Surprise with Scylla Black and she used to reunite family members. So she'd have someone in the audience, she'd go up to them and say, oh, here your, your husband is, for example, in Afghanistan. Back then there wouldn't have been, I'm not sure if Afghanistan existed back then, but, uh, and she's saying that the lady would say, yes, he is. And uh, Silla Black would say, I hear your husband's in Afghanistan. Surprise, surprise. And uh, she said, no, he's not. He's here tonight. And the husband would come down and they'd all reunite and it'd be lovely. It, it really was nice um, back then. So basically... The uh, United States of American president did exactly the same thing as Scylla Black did with this lady 
he said, oh, Mrs. Jordan, or whatever, I don't know what her name was, your husband's in Afghanistan, and you haven't seen him for, and you're waiting for him to get in contact, and she said, yeah, we haven't got to wait any longer, because, surprise, surprise, he's here, and uh, he runs down, you know, like the price is right, whooping and hooping and screaming, okay, that didn't happen, but he came down and he had a little girl and a little boy, the little girl was up to his, probably his waist, so she was, she, you know, she, I don't know how old she was, probably about five, six, and she was like cuddling him. He went to the little kid. The kid didn't know who he was. And so I imagine he's, the baby, he was a little baby, a toddler. So that must have been quite overwhelming for all of them. But the to- toddlers seemed to think, like, I don't know who you are. But he picked him up and and then he sort of embraced his wife. So there was a lot of pressure, you know, on, on him and on her to do that on national television and and they might not even like each other anymore but it's a bit of pressure and he what was weird is she happened to be standing or sitting next to the president's wife so I kind of got a feeling she must have known something was wrong not wrong or right, you know, something was going to happen. The fact that he was sitting next to the first lady. Uh, so, yeah. So that was nice. And uh, he, the lady behind, is it Pelosi? So that's a type of, uh, it's a type of meat, isn't it? Pelosi? Yeah, I like some Pelosi on that. Cheese and Pelosi sandwich, please. And she was making the weirdest faces. Honestly, it's... (laughs) All the way through the bit that I watched while he was talking, and she was staring at him, staring away, making faces the whole time. She was, it's almost like she had a, an agenda. How many, um, how many horrible faces can I pull to show, how many uh, ways can I show my disgust with uh, my facial expressions? I mean, she should get a job doing impressions. Admittedly, it would be of a very angry lady, but it, it's just the way her face was contorting. It was, it was very off-putting. And on the left of her was, I don't know who he is, but he, he seemed happy enough. He was just sitting there. Seemed to be enjoying the evening. I mean, most of the people seemed to be having a bit of fun and I was going to say frolicking, but I don't know. I guess that would be afterwards. Yeah, the after party. 
but this lady Polotsky or whatever her name is see I don't know who she is uh, she's the the speaker of the house is that right so we've got a speaker in our house it's me <laughs> now we've got a speaker in our parliament and it used to be Burkle but now it's a bloke with a girl's name and so I've kind of I didn't I didn't mind him when he was because he was the assistant speaker or the deputy speaker and now he's become the actual speaker but as I say he's got a girl's name it is a, it's a, actually is a female name that he's got and um in fact, I'll tell you what it is, just in case you think I'm lying. But I don't know, I just, I don't really, I think he's friendlier, he's a lot friendlier than the Burko. But at the same time, he's not, um, I don't know how to word it doesn't really do it for me this is a yeah it doesn't have the I mean it, he's only just started doing the job but he doesn't to me have the the wit it's not entertaining and I know I know that the House of Parliament isn't really there just for entertainment but it is for me uh, speaker of the House. Speaker of the House of Commons. Okay. So look. The the current speaker is Lindsay Hoyle. Uh, he was elected speaker on the fourth of November. 2019 following the resignation of John Burko Hoyle began his first full parliamentary term in the role on the 17th of December 2019 having unanimously been re-elected after the election so yeah I told you, Lindsay, that's a female name, isn't it? It's a girl's name. You've got a girl's name. Yes, you have, yes, you have, yes, you have. So, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just, for some reason, I found Burko just funny because it would put everybody down. Now, anybody that tried to sort of raise their voice or cause trouble, he put them down. He had like a a fist of iron, and he put them down verbally, and he'd, he'd treat them like the kids, the little kids that they were, because they'd be like shouting out, you know, like basically like in school, and he'd be like a really strict head teacher, but at the same time, it'd be funny. So, yeah, I just, I think what happened is this year, because we had the the general election in December, I, um, 
there were so many politicians changed, so many retired or lost their seats, and now the parliament, of course there's still lots of the same people, but there's so many new people sitting in there on the seats, and it's just not the same anymore. Because I used to watch last year, the last couple of years, I've been watching so much of the Parliament channel, watching the debates, watching you know all the the, the different votes that they've had. So I kind of got to know, or felt like I knew a lot of the politicians that would be talking. And now loads of them are gone. It's almost like your favourite soap. You know, when they kill off some of the characters. They can't do too many characters at once because it ruins things. But that's what the House of Commons has done. It's ruined the programme because of taking too many people out. And you can't introduce too many new characters all at the same time. Now, with a soap, they generally they introduce a family but maybe gradually over a few weeks. And then eventually they integrate with the other people in the soap and become part of their lives and start dating them and marrying them and arguing with them and working with them and, you know, having dramas and all that stuff. And then it's almost like they've always been there. And then... You can invite other members of their family in, like cousins, and cause that's what they do with EastEnders. You had the Mitchells, the Mitchell brothers, Phil and uh, um, Grant, and then, oh no, no, that's wrong, wait a minute. You had uh, Peggy Mitchell first. No. No, it's Phil Mitchell first. Phil, Phil and um, Phil and Grant Mitchell, and then I'm not sure if the sister came in before or after Peggy, but Peggy came in, their mother, and then Sam. But Sam might have been in first. So that's Sam Mitchell who's their youngest sister. And then two cousins, Ronnie and um, Danny, Ronnie and something, they were in it. So any other Mitchells come in? Oh yeah, there's, then there's Ben Mitchell, which is Phil's son. And then Ben Mitchell's then uh, Phil's daughter she's came in it over the last couple of years and then there is Billy Mitchell who's been in it for a long long time I mean he might have even been in it before no I think he's no I wonder who was in it first. 
I need to check this. I don't know who is in, is it Phil Mitchell or... I don't know if anyone here knows what EastEnders is. EastEnders... EastEnders... This really is just... I'm tapping on the thing. Trying to get it to work so I can search, but it's not coming, nothing's coming up. Come on. The screen's just not working. I wonder where that is. Oh, I can't be bothered with it then. No, you had your chance to work. No, you're not. I used to watch EastEnders back in... I think it was 1985. When it very first started. And I'm still watching it. Was that 20, 36 years later? 85, 86, 87, 88, 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, that's 30 years, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. So that's 35 years of that program being on. And I think, as far as the original characters go, let me work it out. Ian Bill, I'm pretty sure he was in it right from the very start, and he was a kid. He was probably about 15, 16. Maybe a little bit younger, but he was, you know, he's a, a teenager, and now he's <laughs> he's about fifty or forty-five or something. So, I wonder would it be fifteen? Yeah, he's got to be about fifty. He's thinking about it. He must have been about my age when he started, because I was I was at school when it started. And he's, I think he's the longest running. But no, 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 he's not. Because Sharon is also in it. But she's come and gone. You know, she's disappeared for the odd time, a few years, comes back. But she was in it right at the beginning. And Ian has been in it consistently the whole time, apart from the occasional disappearance but he's you know he's, his character's never really left and who else so Sharon and she was a kid as well went to school with Ian 
Ian Sharon. Now Ian's mum, Kathy, she was in it right from the beginning. But she was out of it for about 20 years. Or something like that. You know, they killed her off and then they brought her back. Um, I think they must have bought Bobby Ewing's shower and used that magic shower to bring her back or something. So she's back in it. So she's one of the original cast members, but she hasn't been in it consistently at all. But she's in it now, so I guess that does... She still fits into the category of uh, being an original cast member. Doc Cotton, she's still in it, and she was in it from the beginning. And she's about 117 now. It's amazing. Still got pitch black hair. The hair is, you know, it's like boot polish black, really, really, really dark black, which is amazing considering how old she is, I don't know how she does it, and so there's those four, who else is there, that's still in the show that was, um, 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 no, 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 I think that's it. I'm trying to think of anybody else that was in it from the beginning, but I think that's all there is. I don't think that there are anyone else. Um, was that Ian Bill, Sharon Watts, or Sharon, whatever her surname is in the show? Um, yeah, Ian, Sharon, Kathy. It used to be Kathy Bill. I don't know what she changed her name to. And Dot Cotton, but she changed her name to Dot Brannin because she married, got married. So those four. I don't think there's anyone else. I'm just trying to think back. I don't think there is anybody else that is still in it, that was in it at that time. And the characters that used to be there, there was... What was it? Oh, well, no, no, because I'm thinking the... Mark Fowler. Mark? Is it Mark? Yeah, Mark. No. The kid. He's not a kid now, but he's... It is Mark. What was his brother's name then? So anyway, Pauline and her husband, which was um, Ian Bill's 
auntie and uncle they had a baby and they were in their they were probably in their 80s and they had a baby and called him was it Mark? Or was that the older one? Martin his name's Martin Mark was the older one who used to be in Grange Hill so Martin so technically the character has been in the show for a long period of time but a lot of different characters a lot of different actors have played him I think at one point a little girl played him when he was a baby because it made no difference uh, so he he's grown up on the soap on the show but he did leave for quite a while and then he came back with a completely different face uh, so that was weird another one that they keep changing is um, Phil Mitchell's son Ben he's he's had about four different actors play him And it doesn't take too long to get used to the new one, which is weird. And it, it, I think it was easier because they he was growing up. He was a kid, and he was growing up, so he was going away for uh, a deal, you know, some time, coming back. So he would have looked kind of different anyway. So they were quite clever with the way they did that. Who else? So behind the bar. So there's a bar lady or barmaid or bar it used to be called barmaids and they bar server I don't know what the right term is, but she's been in it for years and years and years and I think she may have been in it right from the start and she's never ever involved really in any storylines she's just there but she's had she is a character in the show called Tracy and I don't know why she's not involved in anything because that doesn't really make sense that someone that works in that bar possibly full time is not Involved with anybody else's life that goes in that bar because they're all so connected with each other. How come she's never anywhere? She's never at any of the parties, I've never seen her at any of the weddings, but she's constantly behind that bar. Explain me that. So, yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? unusual thing I don't understand it